Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash sunismiley. He always behave himself and uh, do the homework. Thanks for coming to the Sun of Smiley podcast. My name is Ed Hill, and I am a stand-up comedian and the Sun of Smiley. Why you about to hear are some stories about me, some stories about my dad, and some stories between my dad and I. So sit back, relax, and don't forget to smile. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Son of Smiley podcast. I am recording this quite late. Again, dragged my butt and doing this very last minute. Just totally acing this whole timing thing. Anyways, this past weekend, I was in Seattle on Thursday and Friday. I performed at the Comedy Underground in Pioneer Square in Seattle. Sketchy neighborhood, um, wonderful club. It's always lots of fun performing there. It's very well set up as a comedy club. It's down the basement. You know, it's kind of hidden away from everyday world. And the acoustics is amazing. You know, low ceilings, dark room, everything you want in a comedy club. Saturday, I had a chance to perform Bremerton uh, as part of the best of the Seattle comedy competition recap. So it was a nice theater in uh, Admiral Theater. And yeah, I really had a good time. You know, I was a little bit um, dreading the drive. It was a long drive, but you know, the show was good. So I really enjoyed the experience being able to perform in a large theater like that. On the way home, something strange happened. Something that was strange always happens to me in the most inconspicuous moments. I was driving back um, on the highway and we felt a little tired. Uh, the wife was with me, so we thought we could stop at a gas station, you know, maybe get a Coke and, you know, with something with caffeine that will help us out a little bit. So I'm in there. I felt a little hungry, so I grabbed some beef jerky. I was looking through the selection, you know, of Jack's Links, those big beef jerkies. I grabbed a can of Coke and this guy just came up behind me and says, hey, are those good? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what you like. It was just the creepiest thing. Like he was holding some pepperoni in his hand or something like that from the fridge and he just came up behind me and whispered, are those good? You know, not something I was looking forward to at 12.30 in the morning driving home in the dark. So I just said, yeah, I like them, and do whatever you want. Got my thing, and went out. You know, the funny thing is we didn't even drink the Coke. We drank like three sips. I drank three sips. I don't think the wife drank any. We actually stay awake the whole time without having any caffeine or systems. Speaking of which, you know, reflecting back on this whole need for caffeine, I thought for today I'd talk about the time where I was actually a disc jockey. I was a DJ once upon a time. And we introduced something that was illegal in some countries, but not in Canada, in order to promote our shows as DJs. And just a reminder to all the listeners that the Sun of Smiley podcast is affiliated with Audible.com, who is offering you a 30-day free trial to check out their services, and also a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash sunasmiley.
So if you get a chance, make sure you check them out at audibletrial.com slash soundofsmiley. So in my early 20s, I was a disc jockey, a DJ, and we played, what we're, how do you call it? I'm so out of the loop now, I know I'm going to feel and sound ridiculous. Um, we were battle DJs slash hip-hop DJs. So there's different kinds of DJs out there. There's the house music DJs and etc. etc. For us, we are the hip-hop kind. So if you can't tell, usually the hip-hop DJs, they have their turntables sit vertical rather than horizontal to the mixer. So a lot of DJs, I think it doesn't matter what genre you play, we usually play parties or we resident at clubs or lounges and stuff like that. So my partner and I at that time, my DJ partner, not my romantic partner, we got this new gig to resident at this new lounge that's opening in downtown Vancouver. So we're very excited. You know, we're resonating in some other clubs, but you know, usually it's in the lineup of, with other DJs, so you kind of have to wait your turn, do your set. And we finally got a chance to put up our own show and start our own type of venue with this new owner who's starting this new lounge in downtown Vancouver. So we're there to, you know, start this whole new venture with this guy who just decided to turn his coffee shop into this nightclub. Interesting thing about this place, though, was it was open in the business district of downtown Vancouver. It wasn't in the area where all the nightlife is. So after 5 p.m., you, really, it's dead. Nobody goes there. Across the streets is this giant bank, and there's just all these financial institutes that run down the street. So no foot traffic whatsoever. Now, the foot traffic is at least three blocks away, and no one's going to walk this way unless they're there to take the subway or they're there to take the bus. So we need a promotional strategy. We're starting this new night at this new venue. No one's going to come unless there's something to catch your eyes. So we were looking around at different ways. You know, do we do, you know, a theme night? Do we find sponsors and stuff like that? And we just came across this new drink that's being offered down in the United States. And it's a drink that's called cocaine energy drink. That's right. It's called cocaine. It literally says cocaine on the can. It's red. The font is done in the cocaine powder font. It's developed in Las Vegas, of all places, of course. And what is advertised is that the drink has five times more caffeine than Red Bull, which at that time was at its peak popularity. And the drink itself also has this chemical concoction, which allows it to emulate the after effects of doing cocaine, which apparently numbs your throat. I don't know. I've never done cocaine. I have no idea what it feels like. But the advertisement says, if you drink this, your throat might go numb, and you're going to feel a burst in energy like you're doing cocaine. Now, this drink is legal in the United States, legal in Canada, um, but it was banned in Australia due to its potency. That when you mix this with alcohol, what happens is people don't get drunk and they end up getting alcohol poisoning a lot of times. But it was a huge attraction. So we talked to the owner. He said, okay, I'll talk to some people I know from Las Vegas, see if we can get this energy drink up. So we didn't put too much hope into it. We thought, you know what, maybe we just play a good set. 
we'll get some good music, bring some more friends, it'll be fine. And then very quickly, about a week later, the owner calls and says, hey, I got you guys a flat, which is 24 cans of cocaine energy drink. So the night comes, it's opening night, we advertise that Cocaine Energy Drinks is sponsoring the event, uh, we put it on the flyer, and people showed up. People were very intrigued by this drink because it was all over the news. You know, it's really hard to get this. You had to fly to Vegas to get it. And we're the only venue in Vancouver that had it. And, you know, people were saying, yeah, it's this is tasty. It tastes like cherry. You know, there's a little bit of numbing sensation, but it's just a very strong energy drink. A friend of ours came to the show and he was having a good time. He was having a few drinks and a few more drinks and so on and so on. And that one moment, he was standing there, coming out of the bathroom, and we realized his pants were wet. And we said, hey, dude, your pants were wet. And he said, my pants are not wet. And he looks down, and his entire pants were soaked. So apparently he went to the bathroom unknowingly and just peed his whole pants without taking his pants off. He thought his pants was off. And then he went home later that night, and that's when we found out the effects of the drink. Next morning, he gave us a call and he said he vomited so hard that his stomach lining came out. So apparently he's been mixing drinks with this cocaine drink drink all night and it totally counted effects of alcohol. That he didn't know he was consuming way too much alcohol then that he was basically unconscious but consciously unconscious. That he went in the bathroom without any recollection of peeing his pants, just standing there peeing right in his pants, and then going home, puking his stomach lining out because there was too much alcohol in the system. And that was the first and the only night we had this drink. You know, the show didn't go very well after that when we pulled out the drink because we realized, you know what, we don't want to get into safety issues. We don't want to be the lounge and the DJs that's on the news for feeding people, you know, this dangerous drink. So... Yeah, but I think I kept the can of it. I don't know where it is. I never drank it myself. I didn't want a heart attack with all the caffeine in it. But apparently you can still get it. It's still in Las Vegas. I think the website is drinkcocaine.com, which is an awful website. And I think they came out with a milder version, which is blue. It's called Mild Cocaine, which doesn't sound very good either. Anyways, if you want to check it out, I am in no way affiliated with this drink. If you dare to try it, the onus is in your hands. Anyways, you want to come see me live in a drug-free environment with no superpower energy drink. This Wednesday on February 21st, I will be at the Comedy Mix Comedy Club in Vancouver, British Columbia. This Saturday on February 24th, I will be at Goldie's Pizza or the Comedy Basement, which is in the basement of Goldie's Pizza in Vancouver, British Columbia. Next week, on February 27th, the Tuesday, I will be at Cascades Casino in Kamloops, British Columbia. And the day after that, on February 28th, on the Wednesday, I will be at Kombucha Town, which is a brewery in Bellingham, Washington. On March 1st, I will be at Laughs Comedy Club in Seattle, Washington. And then on March 2nd and 3rd, I will be at Danger Fields in Shakopee, Minnesota. Now, the week after that, on March 7th, I will be at the Just for Laughs Showcase as part of the Just for Laughs Northwest Festival. And then on March 14th, Wednesday, I will be at Finch and Barley in North Vancouver, British Columbia. 
And then from March 15th to 17th, I will be at Part Alive Comedy Club in Bellevue, Washington. Now, for any additional dates, please check my website at kingedhill.com. And that is this week's episode. I'll see you next week at the same time and the same place with a brand new story of being the son of Smiley.